Hey guys, we are happy to announce we have our second sponsorship with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is a mobile-focused ticket platform that enables users to buy and sell tickets for live sports, concerts, and theater events. Use code ATC for $20 off your first purchase. Hey Against the Call listeners, for all you super fans, we now have merch. They are soft and comfortable shirts. They are $25 and come with a free out-of-pocket sports and Against the Call sticker. Every purchase goes towards better equipment, merch, and better utilities for Against the Call and out-of-pocket sports. To purchase, contact either Michael or Nick. Hey Against the Call listeners, you can find all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and YouTube. There will be a new episode every Tuesday and Thursday, so make sure you tune into those. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Against the Call. We are on episode 54. We missed a week, but it's okay, we're back. But we have a lot to talk about now. We're going to start off with the pregame. Following that, we'll have College World Series slash College Sports News. Then we'll have Around the League with MLB updates. After that, we'll have the countdown of our most hated MLB players currently. Following that, we'll have way too early NBA championship predictions for next year. And then we'll have start bench cut between Nikola Jokic, Shaquille O'Neal, and Hakeem. After that, we'll have Around the League NFL with all the small news that's going on right now. Then we'll have Fight Club with Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg. And then we'll end it off with Draft Day with our childhood crushes. And then we'll have the post game, of course. But let's get right into the pregame. Guys, make sure you check out all of our socials, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Give it a, give us a follow, so, uh, sub. It will be re- greatly appreciated. Um, make sure you check out all of Out of Pocket Sports podcast as well. Jay's fit down, killing it over there, riled up, and more. Mm-hmm. But uh, Nick, you have anything to say? No, uh, you know we we apologize for missing last week. Um, for all of you super fans out there that missed it, I don't know, man. <laughs> last video didn't do so great on the YouTube, so make sure you guys keep viewing our stuff. I know that you know going down to one a week, kind of confusing stuff like that, but we're getting through it. And uh, yeah, again, sorry for last week, but we're back and we are rolling. That we are. That we are. But let's get into our first segment. We're going to do College World Series slash College News. Let's start off with the news. USF has gotten their rivalry, but USF fans are not liking it <laughs> at all. It's FAU. We we predicted it, honestly. We did yeah. say that FAU is probably going to be their rival. But USF fans are like, bro, this is not a rivalry. Like, we, They have nothing on us. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's, it's the most confusing thing that you'll ever see in your life. Um... You know, I've had the privilege, I guess you could say, of being on Twitter. And, you know, I started going on Twitter for this. And then it kind of has turned into me just tweeting about UCF and stuff like that. Um, And I'm able to see pretty much everything that USF fans are saying, as well as UCF (laughs) fans. And I'm making FAU friends on there as well. Um, And it's very, very interesting. And honestly, I'm trying to hold back emotions right now because it is so stupid. Like, I see this stuff and I... It makes me mad at how just stupid they are. I mean, <laughs> let's talk about the rivalry itself. They want they're they're mad that it's FAU. Why are they mad that it's FAU? Because it's a new team, is what they say, and they want to focus on teams. I've heard from some of my USF people on there. They said uh, Memphis. They'd rather have as a rival. They'd rather have UTSA as a rival. And some even say Tulane. So it's interesting to me because Memphis, okay, 
I can see that because UCF had a little bit of a rivalry with Memphis throughout the years. And, you know, they're kind of on the same level on football, um, different levels of basketball. Uh, I don't know about the rest of their sports, but I know that they're somewhat there on football, which it would be understandable. But when you go to UTSA as a rival, they just won the CUSA conference and they're already heavy favorites to even win the American and then on the other hand, you have Tulane who just won the American and beat USC in a in a in the Cotton Bowl. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna tell me that's who you want to be your rival? Sure, go ahead, but they're not gonna see it that way. Um, but as far as FAU and USF goes, it, it's this is the part that gets me. They're mad about it, but yet look at the rivalries in college. Where are they at? In state. They're almost all in state. You got your Ohio States and Michigans and your USC's and Notre Dames. That's all very historic stuff. When you look at it, Florida, FSU, Auburn, Alabama, Tennessee, Vanderbilt. um, You know, I could keep going on. UCLA, USC. You're always going to have your in-state rival. Even if you don't consider them your biggest rival, like maybe Tennessee would consider Alabama their biggest rival, stuff like that. It it doesn't constitute the fact that that's still your rival. And FAU fans, they're eating it up. I I love what FAU is doing right now. And, uh, man, their Twitter stuff is crazy, Mike. I don't know if you're able to see it, but there are USF fans that are uh, combating everything that's happening against them by saying (laughs) FAU accounts are burner accounts from UCF fans. It's like USF fans, our minds are blown that another school has fan base. It's like their small little brains kind of they're in denial. They, dude, denial's <laughs> a river in Egypt, and they live there because it, it is insane at like the delusion that they have. I mean, they're talking about uh, uh, one of our good friends. Uh, he he's been on the channel before. He his, it was Connor who came on the Battle of the Fans. Mm-hmm. He was telling me that U, UCF isn't even favored against USF in volleyball, and I was like. That doesn't sound right. Now, they do own the all-time record against us, but yet they haven't beat us since 2013 in volleyball. And he said that the all-time record kind of means more to him. I don't think so at all. Um, And we've talked about this before with USF and the Power Five conferences. Uh, I'm sorry, Mike. I'll give you time to speak. I I promise you. But but the USF and the Power Five conference is the dumbest, uh, like, conversation ever i mean they think they're going somewhere they think that they're going somewhere they all the tweets win basketball and football we're out that's all of them is win basketball and football we're no, out you're not you will be lucky to get six wins in football you will be lucky to like i don't maybe get three wins honestly like <laughs> it, it, it is insane and what they don't realize and they keep using this damn AAU achievement that they got, which props to them. Like that is amazing <laughs> academic achievement. Any school that gets an AAU, uh, you know, trademark, you know, whatever it's called, that kind of certification for them, that's perfect. That shows their academics. Academics is not what gets you into conferences. Now it helps. Don't get me wrong, it does. But then they want to use Rutgers as an example. They suck in the Big Ten. What they don't realize is Rutgers was looking for a way out of their conference, and they are historically a like mediocre football team. I'm not going to lie, but they are the foundation of football. Rutgers university began college football. Yeah. They should have that spot in the big 10. I don't care how bad they are. What does USF have to offer? What do they really have to offer? They, they haven't won a single American championship. They were ranked really high that one year, that one year they were ranked <laughs> second. Oh my God. And then they'll be like, well, USF never been ranked that. 
you well USF has never had a perfect season either. Uh US and then they want to be like, well, USF's never been undefeated or uh defeated like the entire season because we went 0 and 12. Y'all were sure damn close to it. Y'all y'all one win was against an FCS school <laughs> last season. Um, and that says a lot in the program itself. I wish y'all didn't win that because it, it, it is annoying. And it's funny for me seeing all this unfold, be remembering being a senior and junior in high school and thinking, oh, maybe I want to go to USF. Maybe I want to go to UCF. <laughs> and now I'm like, thank God that God was behind me and like made me choose the right uh, university. What do you have to say about this? You basically said it all. It's just, I just like sitting back and watching USF fans be – I mean, they, they act like FAU is a bad sports school, which they're not. Like, basketball, Final Four, amazing. Way better than USF. Way better than their USF. Their team didn't even make the NIT. Yeah, their team, their basketball team is way better. Oh, but they swept UCF. Dude, that is the biggest little brother mentality I've ever heard in my life. We got a top 10 draft pick, though. Yeah, exactly. Top 10 draft pick on our team. But that's but not the point. They'll use that against us. So. <laughs> but uh, FAU is going to own them in basketball for the next couple of years. FAU is probably going to own them in football after us because their football team is actually a solid team. They they have a, a nice stadium. <laughs> 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 they have a nice stadium, but they're a new team. But they already have a stadium over US7. How long has US7 been a football team? A long time, <laughs> A long-ass time. A long time. A long-ass time. But uh, F- I think FAU is actually like the perfect rival for them as a replacement. It's in-state. It's close. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty much it. It's really the battle of the South Floridas because one's actually in South Florida <laughs> for FAU, and the other one's you know not even cl- close to South Florida. It's in the <laughs> central west of Florida. And, I mean, this is per- I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Michael. This is perfect for them. I don't know why they're mad. I don't understand why they're mad. They uh, one of their excuses is we want a better rival when we get out of the conference. And I've talked to FAU fans and I'm with them on this statement right here. Have fun with it. Like you guys are continuing to complain about being in the American conference. Realize that you're there. Realize you're going to be stuck in it for a few years. You're not getting six wins and leaving. you got to realize that you are staying in the American conference for the foreseeable future and accept it. And maybe instead of saying, Oh, I can't wait to get out of this conference. I'll be start talking about dominating the conference. If you guys are so good, start talking about dominating all the sports mm-hmm. yeah. Stop, and they, which they probably do think they're going to do, but I mean, they're not, they, they're delusional and <laughs> they want to bring up the past, uh, you know, of FAU's football records, which, don't hold up that well. Yeah. Um, but in recent time, I mean, they've won the CUSA for, you know, their, uh, for the conference, uh, when Lane Kiffin was there, which, yeah, obviously when Lane Kiffin's your coach, you're going to win it, but that doesn't like make, that doesn't destroy anything. The American conference it like the old American conference. And especially now, in my opinion, just as bad as CUSA. And I, I will take a few teams out of that UCF, Cincinnati and Houston that are going to the big 12. But when you look at the rest of it, it's still, and this is coming from an sec point of view as well. Uh, and a, a bunch of sec fans will agree with me on this. The American conference and any G five pe- program is looked at practically the same. You see these schools and you're like, well, they're kind of the same level of, you know, competition and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, you know, you can't, diss on CUSA when you're stuck in the American. You can't do that. It, it doesn't work that way. But I mean, you're still going to at the end of the day, UCF is still going to be the rival of USF. Uh, no one's really going to 
they might not be playing each other, but when you think of rivalry between USF, you're always going to think UCF, and same thing with UCF. Uh, it's going to be USF. Everyone's going to think that. But for now, it's just this is like like you said, just have fun with it. This is going to be your new rival for a couple of years, and maybe there will get, be a deal where UCF and USF can play each other again, which I can see happening. I, honestly, in the next few years, I can see that happening. But uh, yeah. it, it's like you know, with the FAU and USF rivalry, um, it's going to be fun. And I don't know why they think <laughs> that like you can't uh, that that people can't determine rivals for you because you can, if you're in the same state, you're going to be rivals. There's no, you know, going against that. I mean, when your fans can show up to the game, it's going to get hostile there in some way, shape or form. You can't say that that's not going to be your next rival. You, you also, I agree with the statement. You can't like choose your rivals either. They're saying they want these, these persons to be their rival. You can't just make rivalries out of the blue. I mean, it just happens. Yeah, no, it, it will happen in the way it's supposed to. And it's already happening right now. They can't handle what's happening with their fans on Twitter. <laughs> they're starting to hate FAU because they're becoming their rivalry. And yeah, just, and and their next tactic is, oh, we'll just ignore them and save all their receipts and all that. Please do, because I think FAU is going to beat USF <laughs> this year. It's going to be so funny. It will. Be... And this, is, this might be a game that we should go to because this game, I looked it up, and I, I'll double check later, but... Uh, it's being played on a week when UCF's not playing, and it's going to be at Ray J. So I think we should go. Wear FAU stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Hell, I'll wear UCF stuff just to piss people yeah, off. Yeah, I nearly went to FAU. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, we'll talk more about that when football season comes up because obviously it's going to be funny. But sticking in the college world, the college world series is over. John is not here, but damn, we made him stay for the, the end of that last game. <laughs> Florida has lost <laughs> to LSU, and wow, just sad fashion. That was a sad game. Oh yeah, and you know, it, people. Uh, one of our friends, he he doesn't know sports that well. Sorry, Aiden, but you just you just don't. And I love you to death, man. <laughs> but um, you know, the day before Florida whooped their ass entirely. Mm, yeah, it was like twenty four runs scored. To- like what one or something? No, it was like three or four that three they scored. Um, but you know, he's like, Oh, th- that doesn't like scare you or anything. Like that's what he was saying in my DMS. And I was like, no, I was like, did you not just see what it's baseball? Which yeah, exactly. It's baseball. The angels scored 25 runs and lost a series. And that's exactly what happened to Florida, uh, which they do have their own Otani. Uh, <laughs> sorry, but um, yeah, so that's the thing. Uh, I don't know, man. I wasn't shocked at all. I knew yeah. that the LSU and uh, you can say that you can confirm this. I said it in the chat with with y'all. I said if LSU plays Florida, then LSU will win. Yeah, you did say that. I will admit you did say that. But like when it comes to that dominating fashion, I mean, it made me think a little better of Florida. Like a, it, like that big of a win is always gonna change your thoughts a little bit. It might not change them completely, but it's gonna make some sort of impact on you. Say okay, that that's impressive. Uh, let's see if they can do it again. But like I said, yeah. it's it it's still impressive. Yeah, but they didn't have any of their like good pitchers that game, so yeah, I, I wasn't really shocked. They were saving them for game three. Yeah, it happens, but it, it did change my thoughts. Like, okay, I didn't change. I thought LSU was still gonna win, but I was like, okay, maybe maybe there's a chance Florida can still win. But like I said, it's baseball. Anything can. It's if it was football, it would be a little different. If it was oh, basketball, yeah. it would be different. But baseball as a game is anything literally anything can happen yeah. and lsu came back 
and just dominated them the whole game. And like you said, they have John was saying they have Otani on their t- on the Florida team. Yeah, which before we get in this conversation, because I know you're bringing it up, incredible season for him, like absolutely incredible. Yeah. I don't know how many times I gotta say it to them, but you just can't hype it up that much. I'm not even all in on the hype on Wimby yet. Like I told you, any sport, I want to see them play for at least a year or two in the big leagues. Yeah, I don't care if he's going off in low A. I mean, I know that's not how far he's gonna go, but that doesn't really say a lot. You know, and I mean, college baseball is a very hard sport. And what he was able to do in college baseball was incredible. But when you're comparing him to the best player in I baseball, wasn't. right? I no, wasn't. no, no. I'm saying like the people, the Florida fans, when you're comparing him to the best player in MLB baseball right now, you got to stop riding that, <laughs> bro. You got to stop. You're doing tricks on it and stuff because uh, it's wild. Yeah. I'm, I, what I say, what I've been saying in the group chat when John and Nick talk about it, because I'm coming from non-bias at all. I don't care for the Florida Gators. I don't care. I have nothing against either team here. So I was looking at it from my personal just baseball fan. When I, w- I was agreeing with both. I'm but different standpoints. I don't think he's the next Otani. I don't think he's going to be as good as Otani. But I do think he's has a good chance to make a f- pretty far impact in his career because he's proving at, at the level he's at right now, he's doing everything he needs to do to get to there. Like he's has the numbers. He has the consistency other than, of course, he had a bad game, unfortunately for him. But he's hitting over 300, over 30 home runs, and still at a three-point-something ER, three ERA. Super impressive, even if it's in college. But he hasn't had that step yet to go to the – he well, he's to, a sophomore. Yeah, so. he's a sophomore. So he's going to be in college another year, mm-hmm. and then he's going to get drafted. He, he's, he'll get drafted easily. He'll, he'll get drafted – good chance he gets drafted round one through five. I, I don't see him dropping unless he has a terrible season this upcoming year. But Well, the main guy that we need to be talking about right now, other than Jack Otani, is the real greatest pitcher out there right now, <laughs> uh, Paul Skeens. And, I mean, when you watch this guy pitch, it's incredible. Like, I honestly haven't – I've yet to see that great of a pitcher in college baseball other than, you know, some of Tennessee's pitchers, but we won't get into all that. Um, but Skeens, man, he is a beast. Have you seen this guy pitch? Yeah, I, I've seen him pitch. I've seen highlights and all that. Um, you know, he's going to go second overall in the draft, and his teammate is going first. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it's Tyler or Taylor Cruz, but it's Cruz's last name, and that guy can hit a bomb. <laughs> like, anytime you need it, that man hits a bomb. And that, that duo, uh, you know, going one and two, it's crazy. And then another guy on LSU that, you know, became that hometown hero is definitely, uh, uh, what's his face? Tommy Tanks. Yeah. Great, great player. Great nickname. Um, yeah. Also, Beloso on there. Really great guy for LSU. Um, LSU had some great players. Trey Morgan just showed up and showed out the entire World Series. Uh, you know, he's an, he's an incredible player. He looks a little bit like Brawny, I'm not going to lie. He does. Um, but... Uh, that team deserves it. That team, uh, they got their revenge as well, you know, coming mm-hmm. off that 2017 College World Series loss to Florida. They got their revenge in a really good fashion. I'm surprised that they didn't sweep. I'm going to be honest. Made me a little bit mad that they didn't because uh, I tried to piss off John by saying they'd sweep and I was going to roll with it. But John did say Gators in three and uh, that didn't happen. It was really bad. And that was a fun time, Mike. What did you say? <laughs> yeah, it was funny because basically on finals, finals game seven, the Celtics we went to we went out to a, a bar, wing wing bar, had wings, and you saw what the outcome of the Celtics got 
blown out. John the whole time making fun of me. Let's go Celtics. I'm rooting for the Celtics. I'm rooting for the Celtics. Oh, wow. I got my bitter, sweet revenge. Revenge is sweet. <laughs> Let me just say. <laughs> it is nice. That whole night. Let's go Gators. Let's go Gators. It's still a long game. We still got all that game, John. It's okay. I know. And that's one thing. I've written it down in my mental notes. We're not watching any big games for Tennessee. Together. No, we are. No, no we're no, not watching we any are. big me games and, Me and John already said it's Nick's turn. <laughs> Man, y'all can try, but we ain't doing that. Man. We are the, sick. <laughs> we are going to. We're going to show up. Uh, <laughs> it will happen. There's... No, and it, it will because it's Tennessee. Like, I'm not even worried about Like, I know that any big game that's going to happen that we all go to, Tennessee will probably choke. That's just what they do. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what they do every time. So it won't surprise me. Like, you guys think it's, like, this big thing, but, I mean, really, I'm just going to be – I'm used – as a Tennessee fan, you don't understand. Like, you've been a Boston fan. You've seen a few Super Bowls. You've seen a few World Series. You've seen um, – well, you haven't seen any other, other ones. Um, but, I mean, you were alive, but you didn't yeah. really see them. So, you know, you've had that going for you. Um, but, as for me, the only – big thing i've ever seen in my life is the bucks win a super bowl and the two stanley cups from the lightning and the ucf national championship <laughs> well they didn't go to the national championship game but they so, won it they yeah, still <laughs> they, they won they won um so you know there's nothing like when it comes to my expectations they're never high i mean <laughs> when it comes when it came to that south carolina game from tennessee yeah my expectations were high because it was south carolina and my expectations were let down that's just the life of a tennessee fan um so <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever. Well, let's uh let's get into our next segment here. We talked a lot about it. It is around the league, MLB, with all the updates going on. There's actually a lot going on. Super impressive from some of these players. God, I don't I hate being the person to have to announce names, but I'm gonna try. <laughs> uh Louis he's on the Marlins. His name is uh Luis Arias. Arias. Pretty sure that's how you say it. Man is having a season, let me say. He is I don't know. He might be at 400 right now, but at the moment, mm-hmm. last time I checked, he was like a 398 batting average. Oh, yeah. uh, he is about he has a chance of breaking a Ted Williams record of batting 400 by uh, the All Star break. Mm-hmm. It's this man. It's insane how how good he's doing. It's like I honestly I didn't think I'd see someone do this good at batting for a while. I don't I didn't think I might even see it like batting 400 consistently. Mm-hmm. is one of the hardest thing. it's the hardest thing to do in ba- in sports honestly yeah uh well, it's Arreyes, right Arreyes, yeah, Luis yeah. Arreyes. uh he's batting 392 right now 392 went so, down a little bit yeah um i'm trying to see right now his live stats i don't think he has any no he didn't have anything so that's all right um but anyways keep going but yeah uh, he is having an incredible season he is We'll talk more about the All-Star in a second, but he did make it, of course. He deserves it. Uh, and the Marlins are just doing better than expected this year. Good for them. But the guy I want to talk about the most is one of the most hyped-up MLB players right now. He's on the Reds. Uh, Ellie De La Cruz, the top prospect, is having an amazing start in the majors. He's hel- He helped the Reds go to like an 11-game win streak. And then he's batting over 300. Has over 890 OPS, and he just hit for the cycle. Mm-hmm. Insane! It's yeah. insane how good he is, and he's gonna be—he's gonna be a top. Like I can see him being a top ten player with, with for the next ten years, uh, future in the next ten years. 
it's it's yeah. insane what he's doing it's insane how young he is and mm-hmm. what he's doing at this very moment but like you said before i mean props to him and he's on the reds which that it, makes it so much better. It makes it 10 times better because there's a lot of teams that we did not expect to be doing this good by the time of the All-Star break mm-hmm. at all. I mean, you mentioned the Marlins, mentioned the Reds. The Reds were on a crazy win streak mm-hmm. um, and also got Voto back. Votto. Uh, Votto, whatever. Um, but then at the same time, I mean, look at the Orioles. Look, I mean, let's talk about the obvious. Look at the Rays still at the top. And then you also got the Orioles in top three. Marlins in top six. And you also got Arizona Diamondbacks there. I mean, it's crazy what's happening. The fact that I see the Giants over the Dodgers is actually funny. Um, but <laughs> Giants yeah. always surprised though. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's nothing really. Past few years, like they don't expect to do good, but they surprise. Um, so I I just really have this feeling, and I I've said this on a previous podcast I think, but I have a feeling that this World Series is going to be a really fun one. This playoffs is going to be fun. Like one. the playoffs in the World Series is what I mean. Yeah, it's going to it's going to be fun to see. Yeah. Uh you know, the commissioner and everybody in the front office isn't going to like it cuz you're going to have a lot of teams uh like the Rays and you know, your Diamondbacks that people are going to be a little bit mad about, but that's the beauty of the sport. Yeah, it happens. I mean, it's not scripted, so this is what's going to happen. You're going to get some surprises, but uh it's going to be nice to watch cuz the Rays aren't going to win, but anyways, <laughs> <laughs> the last you know who else isn't going to win either? The Red Sox. Yeah, because they're not going to be there. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> the All-Star <laughs> All-Star uh, starters have been announced today, right before we started filming. So I'm going to go through each of the teams real quick. So the National League starters in the outfield, Ronald Acuna Jr., Mookie Betts, uh, Corbin Carroll. Uh, here, let me go through the teams too. So Mookie Betts, Dodgers. Uh, Braves for Ronald Acuna and Diamondbacks Corbin Carroll. That's the outfield. At shortstop, we have Orlando Arcia of the Braves and then Nolan Arenado at third base of the Cardinals. Then second base, Luis Arez. I can't say it. Uh, of the Marlins, of course. First base, Freddie Freeman of the Dodgers. Uh, catcher, we have Sean Murphy of the Braves. Three Braves, super impressive. And then at DH. J.D. Martinez of the Dodgers, of course. <laughs> Two of their starters. Their farm system's awesome. Dude. <laughs> their farm system. Okay. In Boston. <laughs> Got us a World Series. That's all that matters. <laughs> it's uh, two Red Sox. As a, uh, it's so disappointing. But uh, this team is stacked, of course. But the American League starters, it's ba- <laughs> half of it. Nearly half of it is just Rangers. That's crazy, bro. So the outfield. Aaron Judge from the Yankees, low-key. Kind of think he should have been a reserve because, I mean, he's, don't get me wrong, great year, but he's been hurt a couple times this season. But it's Aaron Judge. I'm not surprised. Mike Trout of outfield of the Angels, obviously going to be there. Uh, Randy Rosarino of the Rays, impressive season for him. He's doing good. Uh, and that shortstop, this is what surprised me. Corey Seager being the starter of the Rangers. I thought Bo should have been the starter. I think Bo having a better year. He's having arguably – MVP season at the moment. Of course, it's middle of the year right now, but he's doing amazing right now. And uh, I think he should have been the starter at shortstop, but I love Corey Seager. Props to him for being there. He's having a great year as well. But at third base, we have Josh Jung of the Rangers. Second base, Marcus Simeon of the Rangers. Uh, Catcher, Jonah Heim of the Rangers. Those are the four Rangers starters. And at first base, we have Yandy Diaz of the Rays. And that DH, of course, they're going to have him on here, Shohei Otani. I wouldn't be surprised if he's pitching as well to start the game. But uh, 
solid teams. Like super like the Rangers, all these players deserve to be on this team. They're having an amazing year, especially with all the pitching luck they get with Jacob deGrom out for the season. Uh luckily Nathan Avaldi's being one of the best pitchers in the American League at the moment, still carrying them being the ace. Of course, it's another Red Sox player, not on the Red Sox. SMH. <laughs> but they just, uh like thrive when they get out of there. They thrived when they're on the Red Sox. <laughs> Shut up, dog. <laughs> but uh, both these teams, uh, this game's actually really interesting. Uh, I'm excited for the home run derby. That hasn't been announced yet. But uh, yeah, it's probably, I don't think Aaron Judge will be in it. Pete Alonso will probably be in it. Uh, oh, uh, Julio Rodriguez is probably going to be in it as well. Um, there was someone else that, that was probably, uh, I'm pretty sure someone was announced. But I'm not positive. But uh, Han Soto is probably going to be in as well since he was a champion last year. But that's what I'm super excited for. I was talking with John about this. Uh, I think Home Run Derby is the best like out of the league's All Star like mini game. Oh yeah, of course. Because I don't. I think these players actually like care for it. They won't get injured because you're just hitting. Uh, it's nothing's going to happen. All of them compete for it. Like actually compete. Um, and it's. Half, half the players are people that like aren't big like that most of the yeah. time most like half of them aren't even in the all-star game they're just yeah. there for the home run derby which is that's another thing i like about it you don't have to be an all-star to be in the home run derby i do love it like i watch it every year mm-hmm. my favorite year was bryce harper winning though that, that mm-hmm. was awesome i think that was like one of the most watched ones too yeah i believe so but uh yeah. this all-star game is going to be fun to watch the reserves i think come out in the next few days uh pitching as well but uh We'll get more into that when they come out. But let's is that everything you have to say for MLB updates? Yeah, I believe so. We'll head in we'll stick with MLB, head into the countdown. Most hated players currently in the league. And I'm gonna be the one doing this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sending this one out. Uh I you know, looking at the script, I was like, I really don't hate these players. I don't have enough hate behind me to even He's just getting into baseball, yeah. so he doesn't hate anyone yet, but he will. I know he will. So I'm gonna go with mine. I want to have, starting with the honorable mention, I'll put him at honorable mention because I don't really hate him right now. It's Wander Franco. I did this because of John. John makes me not like Wander Franco. But, like, what may, what about him do you not he's like? He's overhyped, in my opinion. He is, he's overhyped by race That's fans. That's what makes you hate him? Yeah. I hate the it's, – again, it's it's literally the race fans. Just like how I hate the team now. It's because of people so, like John. But know, that's why I'm putting him on honorable mention. That's, I'm not going to put him on my list because these players above him, I hate a lot more than him. Okay. But I, I think Wonder Franco possibly in the future be, could make the list. But at my number five, I have Javier Baez. I mean, I think he's hated by a lot of people in the league. <laughs> uh, he's memed about a lot now when, since he's on the Tigers. He's doing terrible, and everyone loves to see it. He was on the Cubs. He was the hate most hated guy on that Cubs team. Yeah. He's just annoying. He's really just annoying. He thinks he's better than he is, and it's proving that he's not that good. And it looks like now he's barely even trying on the Tigers. It's like he got his payday. Now he just doesn't really care. That's like that's that's what I get from him, and it's something I don't like from uh, MLB players. But at my number four, this one's gonna be also because of John Fernando Tatis. But uh, it's half of John, and then the other half is I actually don't like him at all. He's overhyped by Padres fans. He had to use steroids. Uh, Padres fans were saying that he is the face of baseball along with John when he's not. So many better players above him, like Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, even Aaron Judge, I'd put over him. Uh, 
he's annoying. He there's fun. He there's times he's funny and the crowd. Like I laugh when he's like mocking the fans in the crowd that are booing him. But like ever since he's been caught using steroids, that was the funniest thing to me. It's just how all these Padres fans like say he's the savior of the team and he's the face of them will be for the for foreseeable future. And he's not now. He will never be the uh, face of it. He's no Barry Bonds to say that. But uh, that's my number four. My number three, Carlos Correa. A big similarity to Javier Baez. Annoying as hell. Annoying as hell. Uh, he is not good. Uh, he's mid. He's mid. <laughs> uh, Astro fan. I, yes, they won two World Series. Uh, I mean, actually, he won one. He wasn't on the team when they won the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I don't really know how to. It's just a hate for the Astros that made me hate him. Yeah. more it's like the there's a player on the Astros at my number two that I hate way more than Carlos Correa I actually I kind of wanted a, maybe if the Red Sox signed him I would have been not mad because we didn't have a shortstop at the time but I'm glad we didn't because that whole controversy going not controversy all the shit that went on with him in the free agency mm-hmm. signed with like four different teams <laughs> just to yeah. end up back with the twins it's crazy uh but he I don't think he's that good anymore and he's just annoying uh, his fans are annoying but i'm my number two i have alex bregman the biggest the most hyped third baseman that is shit he is shit i i hate alex bregman so much like he's a cocky player a cockiness where it's not even likable like he's doing it for fun he thinks he's the shit like he actually thinks he's the shit he is the a terrible personality uh he he has like that personality he's better than everyone when he's really not like uh, he thinks he's. I mean, he's a, he's good. Like he's good, but there's multiple different third basemen over him. He's not even all star. All star voting. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even top all star voting, which is you funny what, to see. You know what college you went to? Uh, he went to. Uh, I know it. LSU, not LSU, but uh, I forgot. Yeah, it's LSU. Yeah, it was LSU. Yeah. yeah, I thought so. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. I just hate this man, but the, he honestly could have been my number one. I, I complain about him every time I see him in some sort of highlight. Uh, Nick might not see it, but I do complain about it a lot with my other friends or with John and Johnson, something I don't, I'm always going to bash on Alex Bregman, but my number one, it's Manny Machado. And a lot of people will hate Manny Machado. He's a bitch. <laughs> Actually, he ruined a career of, my favorite player, one of my favorite players of all time, of Dustin Pedroia, sliding into him purposely and fucked up his leg. That's and baseball. No, he purposely did it. That is not baseball. That's a bitch move. It was so annoying. Uh, he's not. He's good, yes. But uh, he's kind of like a crybaby. Not like a cry, uh, <laughs> He can't win. He can't win. He can't get on a team to win. And the best thing I've ever seen of him was when Chris Sale struck him out in like a form of a K. He like went on his knee and like a that looks like a K when people drew it out. He's the last out of the Red Sox Dodgers World Series. Brought the biggest smile to my face, I have to say. But uh, that is my countdown to most hated players. All right, solid list. Yeah, I do know a lot of people don't like Machado, but never met somebody not like him as much as you do. What? I didn't hear what you said. Sorry, you didn't. No, I, I was. I don't know why I didn't. I just. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm not repeating myself. You can just go back and listen to what I said. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, that's going to wrap it up for the countdown. We're heading to way too early NBA championship predictions for next year. 
Nate, why don't you, I have you start this one off. Yeah, man. Uh, early, way too, <laughs> way too early. We just got out of the <laughs> season, man. Um, well, th- whatever I say now is going to look really stupid. <laughs> uh, but obviously, we'll redo these. Um, you know, um, man, I'm going to say right now, it's going to put a smile on Michael's face. But, I mean, if Chris, Ka- Chris Stapps Porzingis stays healthy, Celtics are going to the finals. Uh, I mean, we can't we can't deny that. Like nobody, as much as you can hate on the Celtics, which I still don't fully hate them, but as much as you can dislike the Celtics, I mean, they got a likable team, and I mean, it's not only likable from the players, but it's also likable from being a favorite, like standpoint of being a favorite um, in the East. I mean, you're coming off a team that went to two straight Eastern Conference Finals. And now you just added, in my opinion, was the missing piece. I don't think it's the coaching, like Michael says, but I think that this right here could be the missing piece. And I mean, you did have to get rid of Marcus Smart, uh, but he's going to a great team. So, uh, you know, every fan should be happy about that. But, um, you know, with this team, I'll be I'll be honest. I think the Celtics will go now, but we do have to see about injuries and stuff like that, that this team has. They do get injuries a a lot. Um, so yeah. And, uh, it's never too late to still break up the Jason Tatum duo. So, uh, they're not Jalen Brown duo. So maybe not this year, maybe the next, who knows? But, um, that team is basically the clear cut favorite right now. So I'm gonna go with that in the East. Now the West it's up in the air, um, for good reasons for number one. I mean, the nuggets, they could go back. Their team is staying all together. Um, and who Running knows what, back. yeah, who knows what will happen in the off season, but do I see them going back to the finals? No, I actually don't. Um, I feel like, and this is, uh, you know, the only team that's gone to multiple finals in this decade has been the heat. Um, everybody else has been different and I've loved that part of it. You know, I, and the well, Cavs and warriors. That's what I was going to say. I said this decade, I was going to say growing up, like you grow up on oh. seeing the Cavs and the warriors all the time. But now it's been new teams other than the Heat and the Heat have lost both. So, you know, you still don't see like them having multiple rings this decade. So I'm all for it. I think that it will it will be a new team. Um, I don't know who exactly it will be. I know I got a guess right now, but uh, if we're laying it down, the Grizzlies do have a good shot. Uh, John Moran has a 25 game suspension, but we still do good even without him. And we just added a defensive player of the year uh, from two years ago with Marcus smart. And that's really good for us. Um, you know, that there's been a few other additions that I don't know off the top of my head, but I know it's there. Um, so the, the Grizzlies are a team that you need to look forward to. Um, they'll probably choke cause they're my team. So I'm not even going to put them there. Um, the warriors, we still got to see what's going to happen with Draymond here. Um, this is very interesting. He, you know, he may not sign back. So we got to see what happens there. Um, you know, Lakers, the, the Lakers are not going to the finals. Come on, <laughs> come on. Don't, don't play with me here. Uh, who knows? Maybe Lakers Celtics finals. That's kind of what Adam Silver wants. Uh, script writers, man. Scripting. He said. Um, but you know, that didn't happen. Uh, thank God. But you know, let's, let's look at the other teams, you know, maybe the Mavericks do better this year. Don't see them going, uh, you know, a team that could go to the finals is the Suns, but you got you Kyrie's know. visiting with them. Oh God, bro. That, <laughs> team, that team, man. Oh man. There's someone, do we have an NBA news section on here? Actually? Uh, no, we don't. Oh. I was basically going to add it. Yeah. Well, basically. let's talk about it right now. Chris Paul to the Warriors. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Why didn't I put? We, we'll add right after our champion predictions. We'll go into okay. that. We'll so that. I mean, you know, it, it's all up in the air. I think the East is a clear cut favorite. Um, which I do want to mention this again on the podcast. I called that a West team would win so many times on the really podcast. Hoping you didn't bring uh, it up. Yeah, I'd never brought. I, I knew that right when the the Nuggets won. I was not going to bring it up. Yeah, I, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, man, I didn't mention that, but yeah, I brought it up uh, multiple times before. I thought a West team was going to win, and they did. Um, and you know, as far as next season goes, it's still way too early. Um, but I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to take the safe route for this way too early predictions. Just say nuggets. Um, I know I just literally said a minute ago, I don't see it happening, but (laughs) when I'm looking at all the teams, it's very hard to say, like at this very moment, I need to see how teams perform. Um, but who knows, man? Uh, I feel like next year's NBA Finals is going to be a good one, just like last year. I mean, the moves that are being made in free agency are going to – they're a lot of fun, mm-hmm. um, especially this NBA uh, new rookie class that's coming up. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe maybe the Spurs get an eighth seed uh, through a play-in win. I, I don't know yet. Maybe. We'll, we'll see. Maybe. They they still need to do a lot. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Uh, I think we already know what I'm going to say for the East. I'm not going to talk much. You basically covered it. It's the Celtics. Celtics are going. We're winning the championship. That's my way too early. Way, 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 way too early uh, predictions if we stay healthy. But, <laughs> but uh, Chris going to be fun to make a clip, bro. It's going to be fun. <laughs> for winning the future? Yeah, whether they win or lose, you know. you got If they do win, you called it in June 29th. Of this year. 2023, yeah. But that clip it, <laughs> clip it, chat. Yeah. But uh, at for the West, you you basically covered it all. I agree with everything. I think the Nuggets have a really good chance of going back since they're running it back with the same exact team, basically. But I mean, the Suns, it's scary. New coach, don't know how it's gonna happen. Kyrie may go there. Don't know. Don't like if Kyrie does. Don't like Kyrie or Katie really. But I do really like Devin Booker. If he goes there, I mean. It's a great <laughs> squad on paper, but we've already seen KD and Kyrie. Do we really need to see it again? Yeah, I don't think it's gonna. I, I, I don't. I don't think it's gonna happen. But who knows, really? But uh, also, the Grizzlies is always a good, good option. Damian Lillard. Oh, Damian Lillard. If he goes to the Heat, honestly, they could make another push for the finals in the East. Mm. But I don't think he's leaving. But we'll talk about that in a second. But the Clippers. Maybe if they're all healthy, it's another uh, injury team. That team is not going to be healthy. <laughs> they ever will. I really don't. I every year since Kawhi joined, it's been injury after injury, and we've never got to see the full potential of that team. Yeah, but uh, also, uh, oh my, I'm missing something. There's something that happened. I, it's off the top of my. I'm just gonna go Nuggets as well. Nuggets or Grizzlies. But if I had to pick one, I'm gonna go Nuggets. Just because they won the finals, so if you're doing way, way, way too early, they just won. They deserve to be in that yeah, spot. We'll be, we'll be safe for now. But uh, you know, let's talk about some trades that are happening. You mentioned maybe Dame goes there. Who knows with this I, guy? I don't think he's leaving because he said he didn't want to leave. Yeah, I mean, he's all about the loyalty thing. They just got Scoot. I mean, that's a nasty backcourt. Scoot yeah. and, and Dame. I mean, that could do great things. I, I know that there's still some other things they need to figure out. Um, mm-hmm. But I know that if Dame does get traded to the Heat, the trade package is crazy. I mean, this includes Tyler Hero. Yeah. I think a few first, um, as well as who's the other person? Kyle Lowry. Um, mm-hmm. And I think there's one more player, but I, I can't remember. But that'd be a very, very fun Heat team to watch. Yeah. Even more than it already is. So 
who knows? I mean, getting rid of Tyler Hero and seeing Tyler Hero in Portland is kind of lame. Um, (laughs) But who knows, man? Maybe he still balls out over there. Maybe. Um, He probably will because it's not as good as a team. Oh, yeah. He's a a tremendous player, uh, as well as Kyle Lowry. You know, he dealt with injuries last season, but he's still a role player. I mean, every time I see Kyle Lowry on the court, I just think of him on the Raptors and how Mm -hmm. great of a player he is. Yeah. Um, But whenever we're looking at some other things that happen, you know, Jordan Poole and the Chris Paul trade. Jordan yeah. Poole is on the Wizards now. Man's going to average like 28 points a game. <laughs> I actually, he's just going to, he's replacing Beal. Like, we'll get to Beal in a second going to the Suns, but he's literally just like, the Wizards won that trade. Yeah. They won that trade. I don't know what the Warriors were thinking because they gave up Poole and like a bunch of picks. It's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> For a point guard, you have Steph Curry. Why do you need Chris Paul? I, who, I really don't understand it either. Like, Chris Paul is. <laughs> the NBA Finals is kryptonite to him. I know. That's what I was about to say. Like, well, obviously, I'm not going to talk about the Warriors going to the finals. I mean, they got Chris Paul. <laughs> they might go, but they're not going to win. Yeah, they're not going to win. There's Chris Paul can't do it. And his, unfortunately, his kid's going to get bullied over and over <laughs> again about it. He's an, a great player. I don't know what the issue is. I really uh, I want to see him win. But yeah. now since he's on the Warriors, I don't. <laughs> yeah, no. Neither. neither. See, like, there, this is, there's a few teams I w- wouldn't want him on and Warriors is one of them but we'll see what happens but another trade blockbuster Bradley Beal going to the Suns <laughs> dude this Suns team Bradley Beal Katie Devin Booker DeAndre Aiden possibly Kyrie Irving that's literally all yeah but it, it, I mean if Kyrie gets there they're gonna have to trade Aiden and who knows because the cap space is insane yeah I'm sitting here with you and I really can't name you the depth on that bench though I and, can't either. And those teams to make that's why the Nuggets performed so beautifully this past season. They have a complete team. This team and any super team other than the Warriors that we've seen, because that obviously when you go, you know, seventy three and nine one season and then season you know, before. Yeah, and the season before. I, I know they didn't win the seventy three and nine season. I'm just saying that whenever you go there, obviously you're gonna go to the finals. Um I'm not i I'm not gonna put them in this conversation, but I'm talking about the you know, the big threes that have happened and we've seen them fail time and time again. This is a big five at the moment. And who knows? I mean, if you it's very possible for the Suns team. I mean, they've put all their cards in They're going this. all in. They, they literally went just all went in. all in. <laughs> And if it doesn't pay out, man, the Suns are definitely a cursed franchise. Yeah, definitely. Honestly, yeah. I mean, right now, if Kyrie goes, it's like I don't know how to feel about the Suns. <laughs> I mean, have- even if he doesn't go, it's already insane. It's yeah. already crazy. Yeah, but like from a fan base as well, I love Bradley Beal. I love Devin Booker. I hate Kyrie. I hate Gabe. <laughs> like I wouldn't know how to feel about what my thoughts are on the Suns. They're just like there <laughs> yeah i don't know who their center would be if they traded aiden i really couldn't tell you they'd probably like just pick up but someone that they honestly, dwight howard welcome to america <laughs> <laughs> welcome back dwight um but you know it's something that we definitely have to keep our eye out on um and trades are going to keep happening this off season so i'm very excited yeah um who knows maybe lebron to the warriors <laughs> wouldn't that be something yeah, well that would be Insane. I mean, Draymond wants to I see, leave. I see LeBron maybe going to the Hawks because Bronny's projected to go to the Hawks, so who knows? But nah, uh, he ain't going to <laughs> He's not going to Atlanta, bro. <laughs> but in other news in the NBA today, James Harden's opting in 
to his 76ers $35 million contract, but it's an order for him and the 76ers to work together for a trade. He's leaving. So they're opting wow. in for a trade out. Another great player is going to go <laughs> somewhere different. It's insane. And then, to the Grizzlies, bro. It really is. And then another uh, player that's going to be free agent, Derek Rose. <laughs> <laughs> a lovable guy. Uh, what, I see this picture. I see the Bulls logo. Oh, right, because uh, the Bulls are expected to be interested in it. And that would be cool to see. I'd love to course. see him. Yeah, love to see him back on the Bulls. But uh, I mean, speaking of the Bulls, though, Vucevic shining that extension yeah, the, and also Lonzo Ball out for the entire season. I mean, this Bulls team can't catch a break. They really can't at all. But uh, seeing Derrick Rose, I think Derrick Rose is still a good like, – he's not obviously as he was. Like, he's still a good bench player. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, obviously he is. And, I mean, it's funny to sit here and, like, whenever you, whenever you talk about a lot of sports, you have certain teams in your mind that you kind of remember – and I kind of just sat here and I was like, wow, I didn't even really remember the Bulls. Like, they haven't been relevant in a while, in a while, at least for us, you know, in Florida and yeah. just them not performing at all. Yeah. those are It's like a forgettable team right now. It is. But, like, they have big names. That's the thing. But uh, Which maybe, who knows, maybe Zach Levine leaves as well. Yeah, that's maybe. It, it's probably He'll probably leave if they don't do good this year. Oh, yeah. But the last big thing that I can think of that happened – Surprising to all of us, uh, the Hawks traded John Collins to the Jazz. I guess they're done with it in, in, in Atlanta. I guess they're going to be rebuilding, some mo- making some, not really rebuilding, more of just figuring out what's the issue and trying to get new trade pieces in there and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, who's got, Rudy Gay? Is Rudy he- Gay. Man. Bad trade for the Hawks. I, I know. I I saw it happen. I was like, this doesn't look fair to me. This <laughs> looks like they got fleeced hard. Yes, I hard, mean. hard, hard. But uh, it'll be the Jazz. Low keys, they weren't yeah. bad. Like they they were in the playoff contention. Uh, and that's a great pickup for them. Laurie Markkinen and Jamie Collins now good duo. Obviously, it's not like the superstar faces, but they're stars. And then another addition for the Jazz, which I think was the steal of the draft, and I'm not even being biased about it, was Taylor Hendricks. Oh, I yeah. mean, I feel bad that he's going to the Jazz, I'm not going to lie. I wish Orlando would have took him. And, you know, we aren't really prepared for this podcast, but next week we could do a little draft analysis yeah. of what happened. Um, but, I mean, uh, it, this is a all-round great wing player that you know a lot of team that eight other teams passed up on jazz know exactly what they're doing with taylor hendricks and i'm excited to see him play there um i don't really care for the jazz that much but i'll definitely try and tune in see him play a little bit now um but man yeah i'm excited for that jazz team they have a young core um and i mean we're talking about a jazz team that in the past was consistently a top five you know top two one year uh, seeded team. I mean, it's a very solid team. They've made a lot of trades these past few years with Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. and you know Donovan Mitchell. I was, yeah, I was gonna say that. And man, it, it it's it's crazy. Uh, how how much the league can change in one off season. And we're gonna be keeping you updated as much as possible. Yeah. On all the moves. But uh, that's basically all the moves that happened for it. And we're gonna head into our last basketball segment, which is a start bench cut, and we have a centers edition. With Nikola Jokic, Shaquille O'Neal, and Hakeem. So, Nick, you start us off here. 
Boy, this is a tough <laughs> one. This is very, very tough. I'm going to start with Shaq right off the bench. I'm starting Shaq. I mean, there's not a more dominant center. Yeah, he's not shooting up circus shots like Jokic is. I mean, obviously, he, he's still on that level with Hakeem on his defense. And, uh, you know, who cares about the free throws? This man will still drop 40 on you in one night and dunk on your face and get his freaking meat in your face. Like, and, nobody cares. And break the board and on your face. break the backboard. I mean, there's not a more physically dominant center in the NBA ever than Shaquille O'Neal. And, I mean, if people want to argue with me, whatever. The next person that they would argue with me about is Hakeem. And this is very hard. Um, you know, when you look at Jokic, he's an all-around guy. He can get you a triple-double just about every night, which is very impressive. Um, but Hakeem and his dominance and his form and the way he's able to swat the ball away, get get to the rim anytime he needs to. I'm going to bench Hakeem. And uh, I'm actually benching Hakeem as well. I wanted to look it up. He has two rings. I had to make sure it wasn't just one. Two rings. Jokic gets that second ring. I'll put Jokic above him. Dang, okay. Uh, I'm starting Shaq as well. You said everything about it. I think he's more dominant. You see, if I see, I'm thinking Jokic gets two more rings, then I could, I would probably put him at starting uh, with the two MVPs back-to-back. Should have been three MVPs back-to-back-to-back. He is an all-around great center. Uh, I think he's top seven right now, top six, honestly. So I'm benching Jokic. I think uh, he's his offense performances is one of the best. Like you said, can average triple doubles. Uh, it's insane how for a center too, which is super impressive. And then his his defense isn't bad at all. Like he's a good defender. He can he can uh, steal the ball. He can uh, block the ball. It's Im- super impressive. And yeah, he doesn't have two rings like Hakeem, but he's. 27 i'm pretty sure yeah and the thing is is like i don't disagree with you at all i mean there with this list i think that you can't go wrong with anybody if you were to bench Shaq, i wouldn't even argue honestly if you were to start hakeem and uh bench sorry uh cut Shaq, you know and bench Jokic, i mean i couldn't use it against you these are all three of some of the greatest centers ever and um i don't know i'm personally just doing hakeem because of just the dominance. I mean, Jokic can post you up, but I think Hakeem could post you up better, just in my opinion. Um, so I don't know, man. I, I'm going. I'm sticking with Hakeem, but I don't disagree with you at all. And like I said, it could be a toss up with any of these three. Um, mm-hmm. I every one of them play at the top, of, played and are playing at the top of their game right now. Yeah. Um, and you know, Jokic has just kind of came into the scene almost. I mean, you know, it, it's it's crazy because the past two years he won MVP. And he's just now being talked about a lot. Yeah. It took him winning that ring to get talked about a lot, uh, performing good in the playoffs. It took him to – he had to win back-to-back MVPs to be talked about a lot. Yeah, I, even after the first one. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't was really a, talked about. I was like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, a nobody won. Yeah, that's kind of how think. I felt. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I saw that, I was, that year. I was like, huh, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't really pay attention to it that year. So I was like, you know, I haven't paid attention much. I'm sure he's a great player. And then he won the second one. You're like – Dang. Damn. Right. <laughs> Damn. Like, I, I watched him a little bit more. I could see it. And then the third time around, you're like, dang, you should have won it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, that's our star bench come for today. That's if we're NBA. We're going to head around the league NFL. A lot is actually going on with uh, 
we'll go all around the league, honestly. We'll start with Tyree Kill. He was being investigated for an assault slash battery charges. The NFL has requested the police to see the video to determine what to do with it. Yeah. Because the guy, I read something, I don't think they're pressing charges. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna. It's not a lawsuit or anything. It's more of just what the league is going to do. So, dang, man, I don't know. You'll probably get a few games suspension, honestly. Yeah, which I'm scared about for fantasy. (laughs) Oh, he could be a... (laughs) He could be like um, an investment. <laughs> yeah, like with DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, that was an investment for me, that's for sure. Came yeah. out, came in handy. But other than that, Antonio Brown, this is a little like late news, but he's kicked from Arena Football League ownership. Bro, just put him in jail at this point. Like, <laughs> he would honestly, not pay his players. Like, how many crimes does this man have to commit before he's, like, you know, even held accountable? <laughs> like, truly. I mean, whenever you have your whole schlong out in a swimming pool and like basically assault a woman i mean <laughs> i mean i get it it was overseas but dude that's crazy to me and now he's now he has his own football league or whatever he's not even paying people i mean that is well, a, not anymore well yeah not anymore i mean that's got to be breaking some law right <laughs> not that, like, having I, people I, on I, payroll not I, paying them i have no idea but man is absolutely insane but that's it's funny as fuck it <laughs> to is. say but uh, other than that, Giants and Saquon Barkley have resumed extension talks after a brief pause. So probably nothing's going to happen again because I haven't heard anything ever since. Because this is like a week ago where I heard about this. Nothing's happened. And today, the Colts have released cornerback Isaiah Rogers after uh, he's been suspended, along with a couple other players around the league for gambling. And he actually was gambling on his team, and he won a bet of $1,000 for, I'm pretty sure, an under on Jonathan <laughs> <laughs> on uh, the running back. No way, yeah, bro. It was like, uh, I'm pretty sure. Did, wait, did Jonathan Taylor get over 1,000 yards? Uh, I don't even. I don't. Actually, I don't know. I don't think so. I think it was like 900. Oh, wait, here it is. Uh, Colts running back Zay Rogers placed a and won a $1,000 bet on his own team's over-under for rushing yards. and a, Oh, a team over-under rushing okay. yards. Uh, most of it, the bets were twenty-five to fifty-dollar range, and uh, one thousand bet was the largest wager Rogers ever placed. <laughs> some could theorize that he had some inside information on the team's game plan, since he randomly chose to wager a large amount of money of the team's rushing yards. The Colts have released Rogers since, and he is being suspended. That's one. Okay, like betting is one thing, but you don't bet on your team <laughs> <laughs> yeah. unless it's like for like more for them to win or something like i could see like yeah. you betting on like a futures pick for them to like win. when calvin really betted on the falcons i think he was either betting on himself or betting on the team to win like i could see that i mean always bet on yourself yeah but like this isn't <laughs> that's crazy i didn't know that part until you just said yeah that. no he, he bet on his team he won though <laughs> he got it <laughs> Yeah. May, may got paid, but so uh, he's facing like a year suspension. I'm pretty sure, yeah. So and at least it's not banned for life. No, no, no. Him and a couple other players. Uh, it is here. It is Colts outside linebacker Rashad Barry suspended for at least the 2023 seasons. Uh, free agent uh, defensive lineman Demetrius Taylor also suspended for the season, and Titans right tackle Nicholas Pettit Frere suspended for six games, all for gambling. Mm. Hate to see Man it. got they got caught, <laughs> <laughs> brother. All the all the regular players that everyone literally, man, y'all stupid. Y'all got caught. <laughs> y'all got caught. Pretty much because everyone, come on, like they're, they're they're players are doing it. Yeah, 
But uh, in other news, Patriots news that came out today, uh, I actually haven't talked about it with you or John. Patriots extended Devontae Parker to a three-year deal. It's actually really smart of them because they freed up a lot of they freed up cap space to help them. It's people are saying uh, to help them make a good offer to DeAndre Hopkins. I'm not saying to get DeAndre Hopkins, to make a better offer to him. Yeah, I'm 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 glad I like Devontae Parker. I actually do. I, I mean, he's not amazing. Obviously, he's not wide receiver one, but he's still. I think he's a solid wide receiver. He was good on the Dolphins. Three year deals, keep him around. I like I like to see that. I do I do like to see that. Yeah. I really don't have anything to say. But uh, we'll see. Dalvin Cook. Oh, yeah. Dal- the Dolphins also made an offer to Dalvin Cook, I saw. Dubs. So that's all the news that's going on in the NFL right now. All right, let's move on. And the last big thing we want to talk about, this is what I've been excited for the whole time, Fight Club, Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> versus Elon Musk. Uh, have you seen the training stuff? No. Uh, So Elon Musk has started training hard. And Mark Zuckerberg's already been training. It's so funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I've known about, uh, you know, Zuck. I know, yeah, he's won like jujitsu. Like jujitsu, yeah. I, I've seen a lot of stuff on that. Um, so props to him, man. I, I is this actually happening? There's no way it, this is actually. Apparently, happening. they both really want to, and it's for it would be for charity. Uh-huh. All honestly, it would be the biggest fight in history. It'll be bigger than any Floyd oh, Mayweather yeah. fight, bigger than any Conor McGregor fight, bigger than Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather. Oh yeah, like this is anyone who doesn't like boxing or fighting. I mean, oh yeah, it's not even boxing. It's a cage. Like this is even different. It's different. It's cage match. Uh, it'll be a UFC sponsored event. I'm pretty sure because Dana White's the one trying to set it up. Yeah, he's he's pushing heavy. For he's it. pushing heavy because they're gonna make bank. I know, like, bank, I, bank. Who blames him? He's like, yo, let's do this. Like, <laughs> he's contact with both of them. Both of them said, yeah, they're down. Elon Musk started training a lot, so I mean, <laughs> it's I mean, it could happen. It could happen. Who do who do you got though? Okay, so because yeah, I can't it, talk about this with Luke because uh, uppercut's taking two weeks off right now. Yeah, I can't talk about it with Luke for a so, while. So for me, I mean, this is really it's an int- it's interesting to look at um, because you know right off the bat you're thinking Zuck. I mean, uh, you know he's a jujitsu fighter. He's won the tur- a tournament before, um, but then you also got to look at Elon Musk and look at his size and the frame of him. He's a big dude. I mean, he's gonna need to get some weight off for this fight. To be honest, he's not skinny yeah um but you, uh, gain some weight too but also uh, zuck is five seven and elon musk is six one so i mean you're looking he's going to be looking up at him just a little bit <laughs> <laughs> so i mean there it, it's going to be interesting to see but um who who knows i i personally i want musk to win yeah um that's i'm the same i want i don't i don't know who's gonna win if i had to pick i'm just gonna say musk but i wouldn't say i wouldn't cut zuck out of it because of his training and with the jujitsu and stuff yeah but but, i mean what type of fight will this be boxing it's a ufc fight it's mma so mma MMA. so then yeah i mean zuck has the upper hand if we're being honest yeah that's i want Musk to win i like musk he probably can build a bot to frame sm and he'd just win as some sort of AI bot, uh, <laughs> he built the night before, but uh, Musk, interesting. He's training. It looks like I've seen pictures. It's uh, it looks like he's doing good, but I think Zuck will win because he's been doing it for a few years now. He's won tournaments, and I'm based off UFC wrestling wins. 
Wrestling is going to ultimately win you the fight. Uh, if you have ground control, which Zuck low-key looks like he's really good at it. I mean, I haven't seen much. I've seen videos of him winning tournaments and stuff. But if, if Elon Musk doesn't know how to prevent the guillotines and uh, the ground game, it's not like you can't do anything. Like, because they can just rush at you really fast, take you down before you can even get a punch off. Yeah. Like, there's this guy in the UFC named Kamzat Shimaev. Uh, there's only one fight that he actually, like, he's was in the in the UFC for a while and never gotten punched because he literally just run right when the round started, run at them, take them down, submit them <laughs> that fast yeah. until he fought one dude and then should have lost. But that's a story for another day. But, um, it, it, wrestling does a lot in the UFC. If you know how to wrestle, but, uh, yeah. the only other dude doesn't, you're going to win yeah. nine times out of 10. And I mean, you can see it when you watch these UFC fights. I mean, half the fight, they're on the ground wrestling. Yeah. So, yeah. And I mean, with, with this fight that's going to happen, it's going to be a blockbuster thing. I mean, Elon Musk isn't a total quote-unquote jock, but I mean, this is basically like nerd versus jock sort of situation <laughs> with Zuck and Elon. I mean, you know, people want to joke about like Elon being like this alpha male and all this stuff. And then you look at zuckerberg and he's he's not the perfect idea of a quote-unquote alpha male so who no, knows kind of like the nerdy guy yeah everyone's like eh. no one really likes him either now no no he he's not he's not liked by many um no especially for all the facebook drama yeah expe like especially when that movie came out yeah. uh, about him no one really liked it but uh zuck i mean not zuck musk has the advantage with size that's something that's really big uh, which is going to help him out a lot. A lot more power with more size, more knockout power. And uh, that is that is a very big advantage for him. If they're not going to have a specific weight or like if they're not going to be big on the weight, I really don't think they will because, I mean, they don't have to do it. Like they have Zuck and Mark. Mar I mean, not Zuck and Elon have all whatever they say is going to be done. Mm -hmm. Like they're going to be able to do that degree. Dana White doesn't have anything on it. Like yeah. He really doesn't have any. Like they're not under contract or anything. They're doing it for him. It's Battle of the Billionaires, man, and we're just going to be feeding <laughs> into it. <laughs> Everyone's going to watch it. <laughs> it could honestly be almost a billion-dollar like fight. Yeah, it could. It's that big. Like, they, everyone's gonna watch, especially it. if they like they they do. I feel have to hype it up a little bit more because there's still a lot of people that just don't know about this right yeah. now. So if it does happen, they need to market it like crazy, and it will most definitely. You know what it be, is? What? It's Facebook versus Twitter. It really is, yeah. <laughs> because Musk owns Twitter, Zuck yeah. owns Facebook, and Instagram. It's actually Facebook slash Instagram versus Twitter. Yeah. And that's three social media apps that's going to promote it like hell. Yeah. So it's going to make it's going to, it's easy Support to promote Support your them. fighter. <laughs> <laughs> Support your owner. <laughs> but uh, we're, I hope it gets confirmed. We'll talk more about it if it does. But we're heading to our next segment, which is Draft Day Child Crushes. And Nick actually got the first pick today. Wow. Let's yeah. get it, man. How many picks for this one? We can do 10. We can do seven. Whatever you want. What are you feeling, Mike? I have a lot. <laughs> I can do 10. Uh, if you're wanting to do 10, I'll do 10. I don't yeah, even have me, a draft me, board ready, but I can do this. Let me count. Let me hold on one second. One, two. I can do it. Doesn't matter. 10, 7. Yeah, I can do 10. Let's do 10. Let's do it. First off, give me Natalie Portman. Okay. Thank God. I already, I think I know who you're going to pick first. I think you should know who I'm going to pick. Yeah, and I was going to say it. Emma Watson. Yeah. Yeah. That was my, that's literally my childhood crush from forever. Of course. You know, I can respect it. Um, 
I, I'm going to do this for, you know, our friend Connor. Give me Megan Fox. Damn. <laughs> Damn it. That was my next pick. That's a great pick. I mean, who doesn't like Megan Fox? Of course. Mm, for my next pick, I mean, I could go with I can go with uh, Natalie Portman lookalike. But I'm going to go with Margot Robbie. Oh, man. Child, quote, unquote, childhood. I didn't really know about her until I was like a teenager, so, uh, like late teens. So. Oh, man. That's a good one. Good one, Mike. Uh, at this point, we're just doing crushes. <laughs> like, if you're gonna put Margot Robbie, I mean, yeah, we don't have to put it. I can take it out. Take it no, out. No, no, it's fine. We can. We'll roll with it. Um, I was thinking more like TV shows when we were kids and stuff like that. So give me, uh, yeah, give me Selena Gomez. Yeah, damn, that's a good one. But I'm actually, I'm gonna back that one with Ariana Grande. Sure, yeah. I think, I, I, if I'm being honest with you, I think that when she was on Sam and Cat and Victorious, I didn't really have that big of a crush on her, but as she got older, I did. Oh, I did. I thought you, I always chose uh, Ariana Grande over uh, Selena Gomez. Hmm. He saw the, he saw the vision. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, <laughs> oh man, yeah. What's her name? I think you might know her name. She was kind of a, ah man, how many, how, how many have we done? Three? It's your fourth pick. Man, there's actually a lot more than I kind of realized. <laughs> there's um, so many, dude. Yeah, there's a lot of cute girls, you know, when we were kids. And you're not even thinking. They're still what, cute. What? I don't think, I, I'm going to, my next pick is going to, I don't think you're going to think in that route, but go ahead. Okay. Um, I'm going to take, honestly, just since we're, nah. Man, I don't know what you're going to pick. That's what, that's what <laughs> I'm kind of over here like thinking about. Um, give me, I think her name's Vanessa Hughes or whatever. Yeah, from uh, yeah, High, High School, School Musical. Musical. Yeah. <laughs> Vanessa Hughes. That's all my, that was a good one. Yeah. See, what I meant by I don't think you're going to go this route or no, I'm going this route. I'm going Vanessa from Phineas and Ferb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, animated I, I was, was going to pull up an animated thing. So now that you got it off the board and I'm not going to look weird, we'll go with it. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, come on. We had crushes on cartoons when we were kids. Come on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the doofage merch oh my gosh man <laughs> you know what? i could pick a cartoon one if we're i mean right i get weird bat. i get weird with the i think i know where you're gonna go really i, I mean like, uh, is it weird i don't want to stuff <laughs> if it's if you're saying it's weird no it's not gonna be weird i mean it's because i've seen it with like guys on tiktok and they pick it all the time huh I feel like I'm not going to pick it if it's like one that a lot of people pick, but this is my list. This is my draft. Give me like, I don't even remember her name, but the blonde girl from total drama Island, you know what I'm talking about here? I'll no. show you. I don't even know her name. I want to go total drama Island girl. <laughs> it's this one right here. The blonde chick. Remember with the blue head? Oh yeah. I do yeah. know who that is. I do total drama Island girl. That's what I, I don't know her name. Girl. Okay. We'll have to look it up. All right, for my next one, I'm going to go with, yeah, I'm going to go with Natalie Portman kind of look like with Kira Knightley from Pirates of the Caravan. Yeah. I I always thought she looked kind of looked like Natalie Portman. Actually, she does. Um, All right. She's like the double A, the triple A version. (laughs) Give me Zendaya. Zendaya. Okay. Ah, interesting. I interesting. Not gonna lie. Wasn't wasn't thinking that way. But uh I'm gonna go with hmm. 
Give me Wendy Peppercorn from the Sandlot. The lifeguard. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I totally forgot about her. Yeah, she's cute for sure. Um, that's a good pick, Mike. Um, give me my girl Peyton List. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to go that route. I knew you were going to go that route. Peyton List. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That was your seventh pick. All right. Three more. All right, I got, I got some good ones. Give me Aunt Becky from Full House. Oh, <laughs> yeah. For sure, man. For sure. What's her name? I think like Lori Laughlin or something. Yeah, or Lachlan. It's one of those. Um, Man, you know what? If you're going to go kind of older, give me Jennifer Aniston. <sighs> gonna, that was going to be my next pick. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston. All right. With my next pick, I'm going to go with Mrs. Incredible. <laughs> solid <laughs> very very solid my friend uh man I'm down to what one or two you have two more okay um uh, <laughs> well I can't remember her name um maybe I can help if this is who you're gonna pick you can describe it I'll see if I can. yeah it's the girl um I don't know which route I should go. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, she. She was in Team Beach movie. Which one? The blo- like the oh, that's a good question. <laughs> the one with Ross Lynch. So the 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 main yeah, character, the yeah, girl. Yeah. Okay, I know you're talking about. I think her name. No, I'm thinking of the other girl. I'm thinking of which I'm not gonna say her name. Um, but I'm, yeah, we could look it up later. You can just write like Team Beach girl. People are gonna be like, dude, this guy just actually said Teen Beach on this podcast like five different. Maya times. Mitchell. Yeah, that's her name. That's her name. Yeah, I thought she was cute. So yes, she was. Team Beach movie, they, they had good, especially with. The, I'm not gonna pick her on my team, but uh, the biker girl. Oh yeah, yeah. That, I was, that's why I said which one. I'm like, yeah, are you talking about her? That's why her? I said good, good, good <laughs> that you brought that up. All right, with my next one, I'm gonna go. Uh, this is kind of hard. Um. You know what? I'm gonna go Debbie Ryan from uh either Jesse or or yeah, you know uh, and I, I'm not I'm not dogging you for this at all but I just never really found her that cute if I'm being honest I think in Jesse she really was better uh well yeah you could say that but uh, Peyton List was more of like you know Ron Jesse for me mine was Debbie Ryan uh yeah I, I wish I'm not dogging you for I just never really did but um this is my last pick, right? Yeah. Dude, I can't remember her name, but I know who it is. And I Where's hate she from? She's from Victorious, not Victorious, but the other girl that dated um Jade? Yes, bro. Yes. <laughs> yes. Jade, yeah, she I mean, Victorious had some good <laughs> good ones, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. They were all cute. Uh I mean, I could go Victoria Justice, but no, I'm going Lola Bunny. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Lola Bunny for <laughs> You know, I just try not to get too attracted to cartoons. <laughs> no, I just thought it was funny because <laughs> how how what they do with these cartoon characters. Yeah. But there is there's people on my list. I had Ashley Tisdale, Maddie from Zach and Cody, uh, Brenda Song, London from Zach and oh, Cody. Oh yeah, some good ones. Jennifer Lawrence, Anne Hathaway, Katara mm-hmm. from Avatar, Daphne, Velma. Yeah, of course. All those. Daphne but, was, you know, out there. And, uh, you know, if you're an older audience, you're going to be like, where's a Topanga and like all that stuff. I, I, personally, I don't think Topanga. I, I think she is, but it's just not what I grew up on. Yeah. 
So, but let's go over the teams real quick. Team Nick, drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie Portman, Megan Fox. Damn, what a good two right off the bat. <laughs> Megan Fox, <laughs> Selena Gomez, Vanessa Hughes. Total Drama Island Girl with a blue bandana. <laughs> Zendaya, Peyton List, Jennifer Aniston, Maya Mitchell, and Jade from Victorious. Team Mike, Emma Watson, Margot Robbie, Ariana Grande, Vanessa from Phineas and Ferb, Kiara Knightley, Wendy Peppercorn from The Sandlot, Aunt Becky from Full House, Mrs. Incredible from The Incredibles, Debbie Ryan, and Lola Bunny. Make sure you comment down below who you think won that draft. I think that these are really hard teams. Yeah, and I think either one deserves a win, honestly. I mean, solid list. All these women, great women. <laughs> great we women. We love them. You know, these are girls that we grew up on. Uh, so Next week is Celebrity uh, celebrity Crushers Guy Edition. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, number one. <laughs> you won. Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones. But uh, we're heading to the post game. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode 54 of, uh, I was about to say the uppercut, oh, wow. <laughs> against the call. Make sure you use our code ATC <laughs> on SeatGeek. Next time you go to a concert, sporting event, anything, it really helps us out. Also, if you want to use our code against call in all caps at www.w.gg for 10% off your next purchase, go ahead and use that. Also helps us out. And please buy merch. Yeah, please. Uh, but other than that, that's going to end it for this episode. Thank you guys for joining us here at Against the Call, and we'll see you in the next episode. Hey, guys. We are proud to announce that we got our first sponsor, Dubby. Dubby is a clean energy drink that is made to give you focus with no crash, jitters, or angst like other energy drinks. Dubby contains no calories, no sugars, no fillers, no artificial colors, and no maltodextrin. Make sure to use our code Against the Call for 10% off your next purchase at www.w.gg.